My friend has a like a bear whist- whistle or whatever for when she hikes. To attract bears. I just case. have keys on my key. keys and a tile. What do you do about because bears, Kyle? What if there's I... a bear? Oh, and I guess this clip too. Everything is functional. I don't have very many bears that I run across in Austin. Mm. Hi, Kyle. Hello. Hello. Happy Friday. (laughs) Happy Friday. What are you up to? Well, we had a picnic today on the common. That sounds fun. It was really fun. Had sandwiches and salads and stuff. Sat on blankets. It was really nice. Also, just being outside until we can't be outside anymore. <laughs> until the cold oh, yeah, comes. It's probably getting cold there, huh? Yeah, it's okay. It's not that bad. So we did that today. We hired a new designer in Boston, Grant. Mm. So he started today. We had a little onboarding. He's going to actually join me on my project for the next couple of weeks. I was thinking that you were going to say he's going to join you on the podcast. Oh, my goodness. He could. <laughs> it's like, it's like happy first day. <laughs> Sit <laughs> Here's down. Here's a mic in your face. Yeah, put these headphones on. Don't ask any questions. <laughs> so we, uh, yeah, chat, we chatted today. We promoted two developers to be development directors as well, Chris and Matt, in the office. So we're having a party for them at four. So after this, I'm going to go eat some cake. I mean, we really, I mean, I can't think of a better way to end the day. And I'm also assuming there's cake. There may not be cake. I'm, I'm not sure, but I'm hoping there is. Or pie. Either so you one. you might be, end up being very disappointed. Maybe. It could either come out really, <laughs> really good or really disappointed based on how you walk out this door. Yeah. What's, what's on the other end of that door? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what's on the other end, but hopefully it's not like lettuce and croutons or something like that. <laughs> no more salads. <laughs> no more salads. <laughs> so we just went through our review period. Yeah, we had a review. You reviewed we, me. We did have a review. It's fun talking about manager stuff. Manager I'm, stuff. you know, being <laughs> manager, you know, like manager stuff. Manager stuff. <laughs> That's how we like start everyone one, right? It's time for um, manager stuff. Yeah. So <laughs> I, that's how I started with you. Some people have asked me to be a vampire. So usually I'll start by like sounding like a vampire and it's time just kind of like stuff. I I tailor my my impressions based on the the person's preferences. Wow. I didn't know I could choose a preference. I thought it was just monster truck, Kyle. I didn't know there. I didn't know there was also vampire Kyle. Oh yeah, there's vampire Kyle. Can you say that in a vampire voice, please? Thank you. Say what? <laughs> oh yes, there is vampire Kyle, like that. Oh yes, there is vampire Kyle. <laughs> Usually, so I I like to start my one on ones with "How are you feeling?" or "What are you feeling?" And so it's, what are you feeling? <laughs> I want to suck your blood. I That's want like to know how you are feeling. <laughs> wow. So I missed out on all those. Yeah. I, I guess we could change it if you really want to. But um, I'd be into that. Monster Truck Kyle is, is also quite fun. Have you ever been to a Monster Truck rally? No, I've not. Oh, my God. I haven't either. I'm very curious as to what they're like. <laughs> 
I honestly have as much interest to go to that like as I do with going to medieval times. Like I do not <laughs> ever want to go there. I'm also from <laughs> But I would go just for the experience, but I would definitely not be, I, I would definitely wouldn't have a good time, I don't think. I think it's, I think it sucks. <laughs> I think it's, it's under one of those things that I would love to say that I want to go to, but I actually don't. Monster like, Truck Rally long... or Medieval Times? Both of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. I would include, like, here, the rodeo. But one of the the jokes that we have here is that I'll tell everyone that for our quarterly outing that we're going to go on uh, these beer carts that, that kind of go through 6th Street in Austin. Okay. They're like a big old cart for 10 people, and they just take you bar hopping. And every person has like their own bike thing, and you're supposedly bike powering it. And it, right. it's one of those things that I probably would have been totally into... 10 years ago, maybe, except they do it during the summer here in Austin, which just sounds miserable. Mm, I know. But yeah. but I, I tell everyone that we're going to do that for our next quarterly outing. We're going to do the beer, beer cart. Like to go to a rodeo or is the rodeo not involved? No, it's just one of those things that I like to talk about doing instead of actually doing them. Oh, you know, speaking of that, I did take a picture of a Segway tour the other day. I was out getting lunch and there was a whole mess of people on segways and a very cramped street and i was just kind of like this seems like this shouldn't be where you do it but right. I, i'll send the picture to you i, That's I took a, it, another I took it thing that you. i love i love talking about and not actually doing right see i hate talking about medieval times and i also won't go i'm i'm from new jersey like that was definitely a thing you can do you drive a few hours south or whatever but I don't know. I, I just, feel like I would enjoy horrible. people watching at one of those. But that's like, all, I would enjoy ugh, watching yeah. the people that are going to that yeah. and are entertained by that. Same thing with the the rodeo and the monster, the monster truck, truck rally. Oh yeah. But I feel like I feel like medieval times is different in that I feel like everyone's going just to say they went. I feel like that's what their clientele is. <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like if I'm more interested in going to a Renaissance fair than medieval times because i feel like that's also some really good people watching because people really get into that and they dress up and they eat turkey legs and walk around and play little fiddles like this is all i'm just imagining this i'm not even sure if this is what they do <laughs> it could be a very serious event <laughs> yeah i don't know the difference between a renaissance fair and a medieval times this is where my knowledge just disappears yeah. <laughs> i don't know anything about them the most I know from Medieval Times is from the movie The Cable Guy and from, like, a friend who went. So, I don't know. <laughs> My source. We, we derailed this podcast pretty quickly. Yeah. What else is new? <laughs> I mean, yes. The subject of tentative is tentative. I mean, <clears throat> I am yeah. curious, though. You should go to a rodeo. When I come visit Austin, we should go to a rodeo. I, that sounds really weird. and I'm totally into it. The rodeo only happens at certain times of the year, though. It's not oh. like... I feel like maybe that's the difference between Renaissance Fair and Medieval Times. Isn't Medieval Times like a almost like a play? And it's like a thing that you go to and you eat dinner and a Renaissance Fair is like happens once every while. And Yeah. It's I like guess there are village. also different histories. Yeah. Sounds like fun. I, I, I'd love to go to Renaissance Fair. But I don't know. <laughs> Wait. Design. 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 <laughs> If 
you say it three times, it's like Beetlejuice. We just summoned. Summon Beetlejuice. What are you doing design-wise this week? I am actually back on a project that I did a design sprint for at the beginning of August. And I am on it for like a day a week. So I don't have too much time and attention. But it, it's you, fun. Okay. It's it's nice to get back into sketch and do stuff like individual contributor stuff. When you're on a project one day a week, what are you usually doing on that day? I'm actually on it two days a week. Oh, but I okay. don't think I actually got two days in. I don't know what I do anymore. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> was that was that um, said in the sales process? <laughs> Yeah, that's <laughs> honestly it was part of the sales process on this one. Yeah. I got together, it's a single person founder and he's working with a a development company offshore against my advice, but he mm. understands that. And we just walked through like where the gaps are in the design prototype that mm-hmm. we did in the design sprint, which has a lot of holes in it because it was a one day thing. Mm. We intentionally punted on onboarding and we said, we're just going to prototype what this app looks like, you know, two months into you using it kind of thing. And so now we're thinking through a lot of the empty states, a lot of the onboarding, a lot of education. And so we're doing it piecemeal. So we kicked off the project. Me and him had like a two hour sit down and we whiteboarded together and just kind of whiteboarded one of the flows that was missing and then I proceeded to put that into Sketch and upload that into Marvel. Cool. We're using Marvel for this project, which now I'm sort of regretting. But the, the the reason we did that was because Marvel allows you to put in videos. And a lot of what they wanted to do was around video. So in the prototype, we wanted to show that capability. Hmm. But now it's I think it's slowing me down a little bit because... The sketch prototyping tool and Envision have like the ability now to like create those hot spots within Sketch, mm. and Marvel still doesn't have that capability, as far mm. as I know. You can't make hot spots in Marvel. You it's, can, it's but you have to go to okay. the web app. Oh, I want to do everything God. in one app. I am so lazy, Jacqueline. <gasps> I I think about that a lot. Actually, I think about how lazy I am when it comes to it painting (laughs) this is separate i won't talk i won't go too far into it but i always whenever i'm painting i think to myself i'm like lazy painter like (laughs) i like use all the colors on one brush i try and only use one brush i don't want to clean you know it's like stuff like that i I feel the same way with like this kind of stuff too i'd rather use one tool I feel like, though, for painting, like, it adds character is the way that yeah, I would... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's that's what yeah, I say. It's kind of like grilling. <laughs> like, you want some crust on the grill when you yeah. start grill. Like, it adds flavor. The, yeah. the last thing that you grilled adds flavor to the next thing that you it's grilled. True. However, you have to make sure that your colors don't turn to mud. But I don't let it do that, but it's very easy to do that. Also, grills are awesome, by the way, since you mentioned that. I'm just going to say one thing. I'm not going to go too into it, but we got a grill at the beginning of the summer. It's freaking awesome. Also, it's measured in terms of hamburgers, like how many hamburgers it could cook, which I think is also hilarious. It was like an 18 hamburger er -er. Whoa, you got a big grill. (laughs) It's not even that big, honestly. You can just fit a lot of hamburgers, I guess, like anywhere. I don't know. Is there like a a specific hamburger size, like a regulation hamburger? (laughs) I think all the buns are the same size. (laughs) 
Do we, <laughs> I'm glad oh, that we'll you take at that. <laughs> <laughs> so they have to make the patties the same. So I went to the store after I've used it a bunch of times, and I was just, you know, thumbing through a hardware store. I was looking for something, and this guy asked if I needed any help with anything. And I was like, I don't, but I have a question. Like, how do you clean your grill? Do you clean your grill? And he's like, I don't clean my grill. I think it builds character. And I was like, hell yeah. Thank you for giving me the permission to not freaking clean this thing. I'm going to use it forever for every meal, forever and ever. Amen. That's all I want to say about the grill. You can leave it. Sure, scratch off the crap, whatever, but you don't have to clean it. I'm just picturing like me grilling one time and just some random dude in a black and white striped shirt comes running with a whistle saying, those are not regulation hamburgers. Oh, God, is, yes. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, some of them aren't. I mean, I've seen weird shapes, you know. Um, yeah. Let me think. But yeah, you're also supposed to not clean like nice cast iron things. Right. Which I actually do clean those, which is like, you're not supposed to, right? If you're like a really good cook, which I'm not. <laughs> so then like, I guess clean away, Kyle. No, I, I mean, I do just like oil water. it up. Well, I don't know. I, I do a little bit. Some, like Sometimes I'll, I'll give it a little rinse, but I have to re-season my, that's a thing to do. I have to do that. Re-seasoning a cast iron skillet is like insane. You have to like heat the oven to like a thousand degrees. <laughs> Anyway, what were we talking about? <laughs> Regulation hamburgers. Oh, right. Regulation hamburgers. Yeah, I think every bun is the same size, I think. Except for sliders, of course. Yeah, you have... I, there are lots of different size buns. Really? I'm curious. I'm going to Google different. Regulation Hamburger. <laughs> Regulation Hamburger. I'm also going to buy that domain because it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to buy that domain and make it my email address. So when I meet someone at a yeah. store and they're like, do you want to join our mailing list? I'd be like, sure. It's Jackie at regulationhamburger.com. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that we kind of skipped over that I think could be cool to talk about was our review process, but like more specifically giving feedback. Yeah. I just finished a book called The Everybody Culture, which okay. is a really interesting, intriguing book. The two big takeaways that I had from it were having a really good culture of immediate feedback. And in order to do that, having a culture of trust. Keep on saying culture. I don't know why, but like a team that trusts each other and trusts the intent behind some of the feedback. Mm -hmm. It was just super interesting. I don't know if you've read Creativity Inc., no. But it made that book more interesting. Like it put a bunch of the things that Pixar does and shed some like, oh, oh, that's why it worked at Pixar. It was like essentially it came down to the team really trusting in each other and trusting each other's intent mm-hmm. and giving good, actionable feedback. Yeah. I think for us, it, it helps. You know, we use 15.5 now every week. So 15.5, it's like a product to help you facilitate like a cadence for reviews. So like a weekly review, we just finished our 360 review, which is getting peer feedback, manager feedback, and writing feedback about yourself. I think frequent one-on-ones, you know, that's so important to keep that line of communication open. This book, I think it went beyond just the feedback that we just did, the review. 
and talk to more concretely. And I think, you know, there's a lot of opportunity for us to build this into ThoughtBot, but like everyday kind of feedback and how people can improve on things every day and just having trust between each other that we believe in the intent behind the feedback. But as part of that, we're delivering feedback in a concrete, actionable way. I think a lot of it too is like the feedback stuff, usually on on one-on-ones we're we're just talking about approaches and like what's going on, the project, like things to make it maybe a little bit easier, like a little bit better. The stuff around like actual, like what can I improve? I don't know. I feel like the 360 review was like the time where that that line of communication kind of opened up. Like I I feel like Mm -hmm. unless someone, every now and then someone does ask me, like, tell me how I can improve. Like, what am I, like, please tell me. Like, even right now, tell me right now, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. When, whenever we get together, though, like, every couple of weeks, it's it's more of, like, a situational yeah. thing. Even, like, trying to figure out a way to incorporate just that question. Like, what can I do better next week or for the next time that we meet? But I don't really know. Everyone's doing great. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> You're doing great. A plus. I don't know. I think it aligns with setting personal goals, and keeping it personal, too. Mm-hmm. That's been really helpful. I love talking to the designers here about what they, like, where they want to be in the next couple months, in the next year or so. And it's, I find it really fun to help them set goals to get there. It's really great because it scratches that itch of wanting to solve problems <laughs> where it's like, you know, I'm sure maybe someone like in your family or like a friend or whatever, they tell you a problem and then you give them a solution and they're like, I didn't want a solution, but like, thanks. I just wanted you to listen. This time around, it's really fun because you can actually give us like a solution. And it's like, oh, yeah, cool. Like, let's work on that together. Like, it's like so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> In terms of the reviews that we just did, like I liked the format because it was based off of some of those goals, based off of our company values. Mm hmm. Like the questions were strengths, opportunities. Mm-hmm. So there's both like celebration and what are some places where you can improve. And so I think the combination of all of those was really good. I, I really love measuring how we're doing like individually on our values and reinforcing our company values. Mm-hmm. I think that was really good but i i think the way like the rating system that we had was sort of awkward yeah it is because it's like usually or most of the time or always is usually like the one you teeter between that wasn't so helpful that part of it Mm -hmm. like for me it was good to answer for myself but even then it's still hard to answer right i think it's just the way that that was designed yeah i always have a hard time with those kinds of questions that are like zero through five five being the most zero being like the least and then the one i'm also the most critical of myself yeah (laughs) i'm so mean to me and i'm so positive to everyone else (laughs) yeah that sounds that sounds accurate i mean i mean not about you but i mean just people (laughs) in general yeah i mean i've been in companies before where we had no review process like at all nothing nothing zippo nothing Except for once a year, you'd talk to, like, the boss of the whole company. And they'd be like, good, <laughs> you're doing great. <laughs> and then that's that's it. And then see you next year, I guess. 
So that's like a really extreme. Mm-hmm. That's like a zero out of the five scale. And we're like definitely, yeah. we were at a three, I think, because we didn't really have mm. a process in place for feedback. Yeah. But I think now we're way up there. I think we are fostering an environment of trust. And every day I feel like even just in the Boston team, like we just get closer like every day. And like mm-hmm. we're definitely, we've opened up more to each other. Like we're like a little family, you know, it's it's really nice. And it just reminds me that we are really creating the company that we want, you know? It's very spoiling. <laughs> I'm very spoiled. For me, it's very humbling. Yeah. It's also, I love seeing people be the weird selves that they want to be. <laughs> like, in that book specifically, they talk about, like, we, people have, like, two jobs at work. And one of mm-hmm. them is, like, doing the job they're supposed to do. And the other is putting a face on mm-hmm. of, like, this is who they think they should be at work. Yeah. And my hope is that, like especially here in Austin with the people I'm face to face with, but across the company that we're creating an environment where people feel like they don't need to put that face on and they can just be as weird or awkward or smooth or cool as they want to be. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. And that's a really hard thing to get used to, especially coming from a lot of companies where that was not, that is not the case. And when you go to work, you're like at work now. And this is like work me. Right. That's one of the biggest challenges I think we have, especially with the trust thing. Like people mm-hmm. people don't get how much we trust them on their first day. Yeah, it's and true. And I think there's, there's a lot of fear built in around people's work environment to make sure that they're doing mm-hmm. a good job with my awesome air quotes that no one can see besides you. They're good. They're awesome. I am everyone. really good at air quotes. That was top notch. <laughs> <laughs> um, starting, it's just like people bring their last position or their last few positions, the company culture yeah. with them into their new position at ThoughtBot and whatever, I, I don't want to say baggage, but it's like, it is baggage. It's like, it's emotional baggage <laughs> that they're bringing with them. Hopefully within a couple days or weeks, we can retrain them. Yeah. I mean, it took me years. (laughs) I'm slow on that front. I definitely was afraid to do like anything. (laughs) You know, I came from just different environments where there was like a right way to do something. So coming here, it was really refreshing to be able to use your best judgment and make a thing work like how you make just make it work, you know, just do use the tool you want on your project or like the means that doesn't really necessarily matter as long as we're all aligned with how we get to the end result mm-hmm. and that we all have the same similar I'm thinking about like on a client project you know like we all like very much want the client to be successful and that's what we all have in common on these projects you know but yeah it is it is interesting we do have a lot of autonomy here and the more I do things the easier it is to not feel nervous about a certain email, a tweet, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. It's great. It doesn't really feel like work because we're all doing things that we love to do and it's very refreshing. I think we're about that time. I think so. I think you have a party are. to get to. Who Cake knows? To eat. Hopefully. We'll see. Could You'll be spring have to rolls. Report back. I'll yeah. I'll definitely let you know. I'm so excited. I'm hungry. 
<laughs> I'll be very jealous. Yeah. So people can find the show notes at tentative.fm slash five nine. They can tweet at us. Let us know out of the options of Medieval Times, Renaissance Fair, Rodeo, or Monster Truck Rally. Which one would you prefer? Mm-hmm. I would love and why. that. Mm-hmm. Send any emails, questions, follow up. Educate us on, on the difference between Medieval Times and Renaissance Fair yes. at hosts at tentative.fm. Also, any notes about hamburger size, please. Oh, yeah. Tell us your experience with your regulation hamburger. And how many hamburgers can your grill fit? Yeah. What was the last thing? If you liked me and Jacqueline's Dracula vampire impression, please give us five stars <laughs> on iTunes. <laughs> five stars means always lives out our vampire impressions. <laughs> <laughs> I want your five stars. <laughs> <laughs> give me your five stars. <laughs> I just want to say that that's appropriate because it's Halloween coming up. So just wait. There's more voices to be had. This podcast was brought to you by ThoughtBot. We are experienced designers and developers who turn your idea into the right product. With local studios in Boston, San Francisco, New York, London, Austin, and Raleigh, let's build something great together.